Hey, what is going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario. Welcome back to another episode of the Mario's Minute Podcast. This is for May of 2019. Jeez, messing that up already. We are off to a fantastic start now, aren't we? Too late. We're just going to keep going. Anyways, I did say podcast, so if you are watching this on the channel, thank you very much for tuning in. This is available in audio form on pretty much all or most major podcasting platforms. Just look up Mario's Minute and you can find it through there. And if you're listening to the audio version, you're welcome to check out the video version as well, too. Uh, It's really just, you know, an image with a cool visualizer. At least I think it looks cool, but mind you, you know, everyone has their own opinions and all that fun stuff on it. So, yeah, that's on my YouTube channel, which is Mr. Mario 2011. And this is a monthly podcast I do where really I just talk about whatever the hell I want to. So if you want to subscribe to it on whatever you're listening to, awesome. If you want to check it out on the channel, feel free to. But I do this just as a fun, leisurely podcast, so it might not have to do with anything related to gaming or modding, but if you are looking for something modding-related or gaming-related, check out the channel or check out my other podcast I do with Paranoid Coder, which is Mod Chat. But anyways, occasionally I have a guest on the show here, and this year I've been really good about it so far. I've been trying to do it every other month. So I will cycle between one month it will be a solo episode, another month it will be a guest episode, and... We are keeping that tradition so far, I guess, keeping it up because we have a guest. Now, I do have him right here physically next to me, and uh, to my guest, I I have to ask this question like I do every single person who comes on here, but uh, who the hell are you? Uh, Yeah, man, who the hell am I? So um, on the internet, I don't have too much of a presence, I guess. I may be known on SoundCloud as uh, DJD Green. On YouTube, I don't ever post to Donald30018, as you can tell by the crappy username. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man, I, I fix computers and I make music sometimes, and that's who the hell I am. Right on. No, that's, that's a good thing to do. So you are, speaking of music, so this is not going to be the first time people have heard from you because, I mean, you've been doing music for a while, but not only, like, we've been friends for how long at this point? It's been... Over a decade. It's been well over a decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been well over a decade. But on top of that, uh, I've used your music several times on the channel as well, too. So Yes, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, if you ever heard any, like overly bassy or wannabe kind of like dubby (laughs) trap stuff on his channel in the last like four years and it sounded kind of lo-fi trash it was probably mine (laughs) i i like how the the musicians that i'll talk to are the ones i have because you're you're the second one on here Uh, i had payama on here for uh like two episodes Mm. ago but i I love how they just describe their stuff as trash yeah (laughs) i guess that means there's always room for improvement because i'm i'm one of those people i think you have to have some humility and if you think your stuff is the best uh, then no you're just kind of your head's just kind of up your ass at that point yeah for sure i mean look at dead mouse that dude is i appreciate some of his music but he is so conceited oh man don't be saying that now dead mouse is going to somehow find this episode (laughs) god i hope so (laughs) yeah if any dead mouse like inner circle people are listening at tag dead mouse on this video oh my god million likes million unlikes (laughs) dislikes I remember there was it, some of the stuff I've seen Dead Mouse do. It's been so funny and petty because I like I find him to be very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But you know he he knows he's a dick at the same time. And uh, what was one thing he did? I think it was uh, snipers. He ended up like the the guy who used to do like MLG montage parodies and all that on YouTube. 
uh, he got one of his Twitter accounts suspended a while ago because he was joking at Dead Mouse and asking Dead Mouse like, "Why did you run over this person?" or something like that. And Dead Mouse was on stream and was like trying to blast snipers on stream, but you could tell he was like really <laughs> agitated by this. But he was trying to play it off like he wasn't. And he was so not agitated to the point where he ended up going and he blocked snipers on Twitter and then blocked every single person who he who snipers was following on Twitter and then was asking people to report him and then got the account suspended and like tried to just like tried to just completely he went way out of his way yeah. to prove that he wasn't being bugged by it. That sounds like Dead Mouse. Um I forget who it was. Um it was either Skrillex, Steve Aoki or Diplo. I feel like it was one of the three he uh, put as a prank put out their personal cell phone number on Twitter. That was Skrillex. I was it Skrillex? That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I think it was I think it was at like the Grammys or something he went and he was wearing his Dead Mouse hat and then he had a shirt or head, Dead Mouse head and then he had a shirt that said like like Sonny Moore's phone number is. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then so he didn't put it out, but people were taking photos and putting and it online. Putting it yeah, yeah. He did the Mike Jones thing, except, you know, Mike Jones willingly put out his number. He didn't, so. Yeah, I, evidently this is the uh, Dead Mouse podcast now. I'm sorry, everyone. But no, yeah. I, he's hey, a, I brought up Mike Jones. I'm happy. There you go. So. Some diversification there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Dead Mouse, he is a self-aware asshole, but am I allowed to say asshole on this? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, you won't get demonetized? Uh, I'm, I, I, dude, I don't care. <laughs> I don't make this podcast for the money, man. Fair yeah, I think the demonetized means, meme is pretty funny. but True. You know. So yeah, so Dead Mouse is like a total self-aware b-hole, but um, he, <laughs> nice censorship. I, I dig him. I, he, thank you. Uh, yeah, I just I like wish his, his music I like was his, more consistent. Yeah, I like his music, but yeah. yeah, indeed, there's not as much, I guess, consistency with releases is what you mean, mm-hmm. or what? That and I mean, as much as I like listening to a song for nine minutes, I think that's uh, getting a little old. Okay. I'm out. I got you. All of my songs are two minutes and they're hot garbage. Go check out my SoundCloud. Yes, I will put that down below in the description. And I'm sure. not a SoundCloud rapper. I'm you just are a not. Producer, so. Yeah, that's true. I have, yeah, I've had two SoundCloud artists on here. I guess I can say that. And uh, neither of them have been SoundCloud rappers. Oh, thank so. God. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to SoundCloud rappers. If there's, if those, so now the Dead Mouse fans and the SoundCloud rappers are all unsubscribed. Just get out of my house now. <laughs> just get out. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, no, Donald, we've known each other for a long, long time, haven't we? We initially, like, we went to school together, but we initially linked up, like, thanks to modding and all that as well, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> we were just giant geeks that, like... We were, like, the two or three people in the school that knew what the hell custom firmware was. Yes. <laughs> I remember, yeah, distinctly rolling up to school with a Nintendo DS with, like, 50 games built into it, and just people were like, dude, how did you do that? It's like... Modding, <laughs> yeah, because you had so you had a solution I've like never seen anyone else have except for one of our other. I know mutual where you're friends, going with this. One of our other mutual friends who you hooked him up with that, and I kind of had to help him with the other stuff. But it was like the was it like the action replay like media max or something like better that? it was a knockoff I believe of an action replay that was sold at was Walmart it? for like thirty dollars. Yeah, I forget the con- I I'm I might be able sure to find it was it. an action replay. I don't think so. 
If I'm allowed to Google on this podcast, yeah, I might ahead, look go for ahead. it. Yeah, in a no, sec. you got a phone next but, to you. Yeah, um, go ahead, do that. So yeah, so while I'm looking for it, basically, yeah, it was um, it was just a cart. You um, put the storage into the GBA slot. Yes, and so they it was basically only, it was only for like the DS and the DS Lite. Then. Yes, yeah. exactly. DS DS Lite only. It was a slot made two DS. thing. And, yeah. Yep, you had the cartridge, and then yeah, it used the old. I guess I'm preaching to the choir on your channel about how the no, exploit no, no, worked. No, 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 please, but, please keep going because I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know um, about this. TLDR, if memory serves, um. Because of how it handled GBA emulation through that port, they didn't put the same level of encryption as they did going from a normal cart, if I remember correctly. So the idea was they were able to run some exploited code off of a normal DS card to get it to boot off of the GBA. And then once it was on the GBA slot, it was just free game at that point for running wherever mm-hmm. you wanted it that that might be the worst explanation ever well i remember that officially it was designed see if I can find it sure go ahead i, I remember officially because i never had one but mm-hmm. i i looked at yours quite a bit um i remember officially it was designed for uh playing media so like yep. movies and music and photos and all that stuff and then uh what was the other thing uh then for homebrew i distinctly remember homebrew in the nds format but to play like pirated or like commercial games you couldn't just load the rom on there but you had to patch them yep they had um i don't even believe it was an official tool i believe it was not a third party tool oh oh, no 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 they would have gotten was it to tell daytel that did it i think so daytel does action replays that's it that sounds familiar but yeah, i think it was like the medium max that sounds about right that no that does sound very correct all i just literally the only thing i remember about it is that it cost 30 dollars and i bought it at a walmart i mean that's and, hilarious and to it me. used the uh and it used the uh, uh compact flash on it i yep. remember max media player yep okay there we go there we go. uh daytel um so yeah it wasn't branded action replay it was literally just branded max media player but yeah that was it okay oh this is a trip down memory lane right here oh my god yeah available in either two or four gigabyte models okay do you remember which one you had? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man. I just remember playing a really crappy port of Tony Hawk off of it and thinking it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> was it homebrew or was it an actual game? Um, that was an actual game. Um, okay. I, for, I believe... Because there were some Tony Hawk games that were on the DS. Yes. Um, that one was official and it was awful, but it was just Real nice. cool to be <laughs> able to run it without having to take all the cartridges with me. Yes, yeah, and uh, I, I remember with that too, that you needed to have a donor cartridge to save off that as well, so yes. you needed to have yep. like an official game in the slot one, yep. and then, yeah. It was a mess, dude, but I mean, again... But the thing, the thing is, that's how you were able to get a hold of your free games and all that stuff by just going to Walmart because you didn't have to convince your parents to buy any type of flash cart from a shady mm. Chinese seller, so... Yeah, you know, it was a good i would say it was a good entry point it was a good like i know nothing about this i want to jump into it there's this thing that i can buy at a store and have it today let's give it a whirl um and yeah it was a good jumping off point um for the little bit of modding that i did mm-hmm. no that was that was good stuff for sure mm-hmm. yeah i just i i always i remember i always flash back to that because i remember like the first time i ever saw you that you were playing your ds and you had this like giant tumor hanging out from <laughs> yeah. underneath it it was massive yeah yeah 
Um, do you remember the uh, MP3 player I had? The creative, the widescreen, like rectangle, like way ahead of its was that, time. Was that the one like I stayed over at your place once and you were like obsessing about yes. it? And it was okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, the one where literally the only custom software you could put on it would let you like change the color of the interface and the icons. But you loved it. But it that was thing. still cool. Yeah, you professed your love for it like 20 times that night. So I so. guess for clarification, <laughs> man, it was uh, an MP3 player. I guess technically an MP4 player in. God, what year would that have been? 2000. That had to be 2005. What? No, no, no. That would have been like 2009 or so. Would it have been? No, I had it in middle school. <sighs> well, no, so I'm thinking of a different player then. I may have still had it. Is the thing? No, I loved no, it you so got much. a new one because you had like 20 different MP3 or MP4 I players. Did. I had a problem. But yeah. This this particular one, just when it came out, it was base. It was before you could get full video on iPod. Right, and this was a portable player that okay, played so I don't, MP4 I don't video. remember this one. You don't remember this one? Interesting. Okay, because yeah, this one um, I had. I, it. I remember like the little like the little like jigs that you had that looked like flash drives. Oh, you, you yeah. got me onto those. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, oops, sorry, didn't mean to knock the mic. Sorry, oh god. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those I those were more high school when I got away from needing a portable video player and just needed an audio player. No, I remember in middle school you had shown me this. Really? You, dude, you're, I don't think you're getting your MP3 and MP4 players straight. Because I've seen like three of or four that you've owned. I mean, I had an iPod had, Shuffle like, in middle school. I do remember that. That was one of the USB stick players was an iPod Shuffle. No, you went with, an, you had another. I, I had several. Yeah, you had several. <laughs> maybe had maybe several, just when I was man. hanging out with you, I happened to have the other ones instead. I think so. Yeah, that was my problem, man. Danny was all about like uh, having all the crazy gaming hardware back in that day, and he still is. I was all about just MP3 players. I guess so. And even like crazy gaming hardware, it's not like I had like twenty like twenty versions of like the same system. But True. I had like all of the like I had like the Xbox, the PS2. I sold you my GameCube. Yes, you did. First I GameCube, still so. have that GameCube. Yes, and I com- I, I complete that completely blindsided me until like months ago when you told me I was like, oh yeah, I did yeah. sell you that one. So I'm glad to know it's still in rotation. I still use it i don't that's good remember if i have any of the games that i think i might still have was it house of the dead no that didn't come out on gamecube i gave you smashing drive there was a there was, there was a zombie another. shooter that came out on gamecube that oh, came with it hunt i'd never owned hunter on the game i might have to like break out the google again here Shit. For a sec. okay yeah, yeah go ahead i think this is i think this is the most googling we've ever done on the podcast <laughs> this is incredible <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I thought it was House of the Dead. No, no, because House of the Dead did not come out on the GameCube. It came out on the Xbox. How much you want to bet? I don't, I mean, I'm not a betting man, but... Fair enough. You're probably right. <laughs> I shouldn't be getting into a betting match with you about gaming. But, well, it's uh... okay. You're not going to lose out on any money because, again, I'm not a betting man, but I'm, I am I can confidently say that House of the Dead didn't come out. Because it was a... It, it came out on Dreamcast and it came out on Xbox. Yeah, it was a port. It was a port of an arcade zombie shooter. Well, I, I, I'm near I gave certain. you Smashing Drive, which was I remember arcade. Smashing Drive. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, which I just got that on the Xbox recently so oh this is bugging me oh my god just look up like zombie games on yeah it wasn't resident evil no i I remember smashing drive because i was yeah the weird like crazy taxi knockoff it wasn't resident evil i would know that yeah because there was there was a couple resident evil games that came out on gamecube there was zero and there was the first one i think resident evil 4 did too yeah oh yeah so i'm incorrect on that yes there was resident evil zero one two three and four Four Unless I'm came out mixing something up, I might be crazy. I, I might just be crazy, man. I, I don't know. I think, I think you might be. I, I guess that know. would be kind of uncharacteristic for one of those to be on a 
Nintendo console, especially GameCube. Well, I don't know. At the same time, I mean, you got to remember that this is when like Nintendo was really trying to go yeah. mature, kind of for the first True. time. Like, say, like, hey, you can get a system with Mario and your super violent games. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't believe there was a light gun accessory that was made for the GameCube. No, so that either. was the thing. There was no light gun. It was played with a controller. I remember that much, and yeah. that's it controlled like garbage. Okay. Um, I I couldn't find it. It wasn't House of the Dead. You're okay. right on that one. I will figure that the out. The only thing I can think of is like the uh, like Hunter, the Reckoning. Hunter, yeah, and it wasn't um, Hunter. Which I never owned that on GameCube, so I yeah. wouldn't have sold it to you. But I, I, you know, I could just be, you know, at the same time, I was screwing with Sega Dreamcast stuff. And I could just be mixing two. I think so. Things. I think I think that's what's happening because the Dreamcast had House of the Dead two yes. on there, and so for a while I thought that it had the first House of the Dead, and after like searching a bunch, it does not. Yeah. House of the Dead is on Saturn. House of the Dead two is on Dreamcast. House of the Dead three is on Xbox. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm I, I'm wrong here. That's fine. I'll I'll take a hit there. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. Like you're you're not gonna take it all. <laughs> the comment section is gonna be fire after this. <laughs> I'm excited. Bring it. Oh, my God. So, speaking of, I guess, we, you know what? This works out because, like, we talk gaming, we talk tech, we talk all this shit whenever mm. we're on here. So, so how have you felt about the uh, the saddest Xbox One? I wanted to talk about this. I, I was going to bring it up, like, in a previous episode, and I mm. forgot, but it's officially out now at this point, the Xbox One Sad Edition. And for anyone that doesn't <laughs> know, it is the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. So, literally, yep, the Sad Edition. Yeah. I, they're trying. They, they, I, they, I really think it just comes down to how can we make the numbers behind the dollar signs smaller. And I, I, you're talking about like sell, yeah, sell it for less, exactly. Yeah. Get that MS. I was just saying it in a silly way because that's how I talk. Um, I, I, man, I've given up on the Xbox One. Like, sorry to all the Microsoft fanboys out there, but I think even no, screw that. I think even a lot of the Microsoft <laughs> fanboys aren't happy about the Xbox One ecosystem anymore. I, I will say because we were talking about this a bit prior, mm. and so people who've like really followed the channel for a bit, they might know. You know, I I really enjoyed the Xbox 360. Oh hell yeah, you did. <laughs> oh hell yeah, I did. Yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> oh yes, you were. Yes, you were. And then the uh, the Xbox One, I wanted it to be good, and I enjoyed it at the beginning, and then just. I like the PS4 a lot more, and I mm. just really don't like the Xbox One that much. But I will acknowledge and say I, I would disagree on what you said there just because the Xbox One right now, you get an Xbox One console, you get Xbox Live, you get the uh, the Game Pass, which if you have an Xbox One, you don't have Game Pass. What you the need hell to get are you a Game doing? Pass. Yeah, but if you get all that stuff, that is the best deal in gaming right now. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I'm not arguing it being the best deal. I'm arguing that they... Are dig they have dug themselves a hole and now they're trying to climb out of it in whatever way that they is can. true. I will agree with you on that. Yeah, and it's I mean the the last time I checked, which I think was like this morning. Granted, so we're recording this a little bit early. We're recording this in about the middle of the month, so mind you, numbers might change. But I want to say like lifetime sales for like the PS4, for example, are like ninety one million. Mm. Xbox One sales are like thirty one million or so, and the Switch is a few. So the, the Switch is last right now. The Switch is a few million lower but i can easily foresee the switch overtaking the xbox one here within the next year oh it will no it it definitely will portability and just nintendo Mm -hmm. and and that for some reason i think just architectures all of the indie developers are like yeah we'll put our games on that yeah totally yeah people are saying that it's stupid easy to port things over to the switch 
Yeah, but even it's to the point now. The the good thing is, I will say that with Microsoft kind of just being a mixed bag of things, you are getting a good. So again, like good deal with a. With Game Pass. Yeah. And I will say for what they're doing, this generation, I don't think they could do all that much, but the next generation Xbox, they're going to have a good amount of studios. They're going to have at least a better install base. And they're trying to really do things to get out there, like to the point where, you know, Cuphead is on Switch now. And the developers of Cuphead actually said, they're like, yeah, no, my, this is Microsoft's idea. Microsoft yeah. actually, actually approached us and we're just like, hey, would you all just be interested in developing this on Nintendo's platform? Because if you are we can link you up with Nintendo. Just let us know. Well, and if and again, I, I don't keep up on this news as much as I should. Isn't um, Game Pass is in mm-hmm. talks about coming to Switch, isn't it? Yes. Like, yeah, it's yeah, smart. Yeah, there's an Xbox Live app that's going to be somehow yeah. integrated with Switch as well. Xbox Live is somehow coming to Switch. Some sort there's, of integration. It's, yeah. again, there, I, I think this, for the long term, it, for Microsoft, is for the better. It I is. I think yes. just the Xbox One having the garbage release that it was, it's making them try new things. I mean, hell, they were the vocal majority on hey we want cross-platform multiplayer which for xbox live is the weirdest thing i've ever heard for sony to be the company that was like no we're not screwing with that and i think weird and i think that's weird because you've always been more of the sony guy oh definitely but i know on the flip side it was last generation where uh Sony, because they they were, you know, like Microsoft was the winner. So they were Mm. saying, hey, we're not going to do cross-platform. Then when they did, it was with PC, with Games for Windows Live. That shit was garbage, all right? Let's just say it right now. They did not handle a lot of that stuff properly. (laughs) DRM was bad. Expecting PC players to pay for Xbox Live at the beginning was a horrible idea. That's why they end up making it free within a few months. But mind you, when it came down to all of this, I remember... um, Sony was really trying to push cross-platform play like they had that with Portal 2. They had it with a few other games. Like I think there was like um like there was a DC Universe MMO where mm-hmm. you're able to do cross-platform. Of course this stuff wasn't really there as much on last generation of systems, but Sony was more for that. While this time it's really just it really just comes down to whoever's win- when you're winning, you're not going to try and rock the boat and you can just do whatever you want oh, to. Oh hell yeah, man. So that's why you have Sony where they're just like, "Yeah, no, we're not we're not affecting anything. Like, yeah, you know what? Nintendo, you're selling less than us. Sony, you're selling less than us. That's why you two are working together. We're selling way more than you guys combined. Double that. So we don't need to worry about any of that shit. And I think that the biggest thing for me has been Sony censoring games, which I talked mm-hmm. about this with Payama, but I never expected them to be the platform where they're censored their games on, and Nintendo has the uncensored games on their platform. I would have never yeah. expected that. <laughs> There's some weird shit on the Nintendo eShop on the Switch. I know, it's and I love hilarious, it. <laughs> but it's smart, man. Nintendo's got it figured out this generation. I'm so glad that they took a step back from the Wii U and like, hey, how do we not do that again? Like, they, they're getting to have their cake and eat it too. They needed the Wii U to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Nintendo is killing it. Microsoft... You know, it's it's capitalism at work. They are innovating because they have to. That's the only way to stay alive. And at, for the end of the day, that's good for the industry. And that makes me happy. True that. The fact that, again, we're Xbox Live on a Nintendo console. And yeah, an Xbox exclusive game. Microsoft exclusive game coming Microsoft to exclusive. anything there's, else. Yeah. There's, no such thing as a, there's no such thing as a Xbox exclusive. Windows anymore. 10 ecosystem Microsoft exclusive. Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but man, it's cool. And I, I, I dig it. And I dig that they yeah. pushed Sony into what was it? Uh, Fortnite. They're allowing cross plat on now. It's like it's a broken cross plat. 
I, for, I don't know about that. I don't play Fortnite, so I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, no, there's this big controversy where, so if you, um, I think it's Fortnite. No, it's almost definitely Fortnite. Or is if it, you, or is it a, a Rocket League? No, it's, this okay. one's definitely Fortnite. Okay. Uh, so okay. the reason I remember, just because of how big highbrow this was, so moving your profile between different consoles. Oh, yes, I remember that. And coming to PS4, it was like, nope, you either start a new profile or your profile is locked to PSN now. And I remember Epic came out and there was like, yeah, Sony's the one locking it down. (laughs) Yeah, man, as, as a Sony fanboy, I have owned every... My primary console has always been a Sony console up until the Nintendo Switch. Man, they... They need to figure some stuff out. They're, I'm hoping so. PSN is garbage, and yeah, they. It's 2019. They have to figure out how to work with other companies. They do. Like they at do. this point, I mean, this is you. You also have to realize that this is the company that they finally like. I I like the PlayStation Four and all that. Don't get me wrong, but like they just put in name changes on there, yep. and that wasn't even done properly. They well, have a list took, of games where you can't yeah. do the shit properly on there because the the ecosystem was not built for that in mind. It's a shame, and yeah, just the fact that we live in a time where I can play Super Mario Brothers and Dark Souls on the same console. I mean, they need to figure out how to play nice. Like, Microsoft is getting better about playing nice. Nintendo's really good at playing nice all of a sudden. They need to they need to get their shit together, put it in a box, take it to the shit store. Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and Sony, man. And th- mm. I love Sony. You know I love Sony. I do. And I, it's just, man, it's, it's, it's tough love. It is tough love, just like with Microsoft and this whole generation. It is. It is. We've kind of gone completely away from the original thing. <laughs> what was the original the question? The Xbox One Sad Edition. <laughs> How are you feeling about... No, I knew this was going to happen. Dude, we've no, been, we've I, been meaning yeah. to sit down and do this for years anyways. I remember we used to have these... Dis- like, this is how Donald and I discuss things. Donald, we'll get really into shit. I We'd said multiple times, we're going to sit down and record this shit, and it finally happened. <laughs> finally. Finally. I guess, okay. I'm I'll, excited. I'll put my opinion of the Xbox Sad Edition in a little box. Um, four words. Too little, too late. Yeah. Is my stance. This would have been a great console three years ago, four years ago. Mm -hmm. I think uh, my opinions on this are really, there's a lot of people out there right now who, who for for the past few years, even since 2013, there's a lot of people who've been using their, like the original, like the VCR looking Xbox ones. (laughs) Yeah. An accurate explanation (laughs) of that console. I mean, to be honest, I like how it looks, but still, okay, I'm just, I'm going to play into the meme. The, the the VCR looking Xbox One people were using those. There's people who were using them since day one as sad edition consoles. They got all their stuff um, from from yeah. the shop on there. They were doing it all digital. They really didn't use the disc drive on there. There's plenty of Xbox One users who are doing this. The real slap in the face with this is that you can get a regular Xbox One S with a disc drive for cheaper than the Xbox One sad version. Mm. Now. I think with the with the sad edition, it comes with like three games on there or something. Yep, that's, so that's yep. how they're trying to boost that up. But honestly, in my opinion, what they should have done is they should have bundled in some Xbox Live and like a extended trial, like three months or six months worth of uh, Game Pass. Because they could have, if they sold this system for 150, 200, 150 might be almost a little low. I, I don't know. I don't know. But if they sold it for $200 or less... Microsoft could have easily won the marketing, yeah. the marketing with this and said, "Hey, this is our cheapest ver- this is our cheapest system, one terabyte hard drive already built in. You have plenty of storage. It'll come with a few months of Game Pass. It'll come with some Xbox Live. Bam, 
you can get online ready to go within a few minutes. You're getting right here $200, the best deal in gaming to get up and running right now. There's so many ways they could have gone about it. I, mean, I personally, I mean, if we're talking just strictly market share, not personal, would I buy the console? Pre-install Fortnite and Apex onto that thing and toss a battle pass on each of them. Oh, yeah. Or just something. Like, or, yeah, the six months of Game Pass would be a great idea. Sell that hardware, like, at a net zero, but just get them sucked into the subscription model. Exactly. There's so many routes. Thinking about it now, as we're really saying this out loud, it's like, why the hell did you... Because I think they bundled Forza Horizon 4, uh, Minecraft, and uh, Sea of Thieves, so you own the games, but all those games are available on Game Pass. And it's like, why didn't you just give six months of Game Pass with the system? So you get people, you clickbait people to get them into the ecosystem. And they realize yep. how nice it is to have a Netflix of games and they keep subscribing to it. That happened with me already. I got like six months of Game Pass on my uh, on my account and I game share with my brothers. So the way that even came about was they wanted to play Sea of Thieves. And I didn't want to pay for it, I'll be honest. Like I'm just like, I don't want to buy this game that I have no interest <laughs> in, all right? Like, no, I really don't want to do that. I found out it's on Game Pass, though. So I bought Game Pass. I put it on. They have access to my Xbox Live. They have access to my Game Pass. They have access to any games that are in my library. So they've been playing it. When Game Pass expired, they let me know, hey, it's not working. So I realized what they were talking about. I got some more Game Pass. And even the same thing happened with Minecraft. Um, I didn't want to rebuy Minecraft for them. But it just got onto Game Pass, from what I understand. So, bam, there we go. So even with that, it's like as long as my brothers are interested in the Xbox One, I probably just have to pay for Game Pass and really not pay directly for games. But this is, I mean, okay, so this is my problem with Microsoft, and it's always been my problem with Microsoft in their software and hardware development, is especially, I guess, in this case on the software side of it, is that they develop this really cool thing and it should be You're the talking about the hardware or the software? Software in this case, I guess more specifically, we'll talk about Game Pass for okay. this example. Okay. We developed this amazing thing. It's a subscription model, which is the, the hotness in 2019. If you want your stock market share to go up, you, you focus on subscription models. Sure. And... Yeah, instead of making that the forefront of the all-digital... Back off a oh. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I get very aggressive. I know, I, I know, I know. Things. You're like attacking the microphone, ah. man. <laughs> um, so instead of... You have this amazing thing, and you have an all-digital console, and from any third-party viewer, yeah, these are a match made in heaven, but nope, it's Microsoft. So here's ownership of three games instead. Yeah. That is so Microsoft. I don't get that. I really don't get that. Really? I mean... I, I really don't understand that. I, I guess, uh, per, I mean, even looking at Windows, like uh, Windows 8 and Windows 8.1, I will argue to the day I die, Windows 8 was a great operating system. It was on the wrong hardware. They had this really good piece of software, but they were marketing it to desktop users. So here's the thing. I want to even... Let's go back a few years. A lot of people... I'm. I guess I can see it. I don't really feel strongly either way. A lot of people say that exact same thing with Microsoft, uh, with, like with Windows Vista. Yeah. Where people, there's people that insist that it was actually really good software and you could fix it by tweaking a few things. But the issue was that they lowered the system requirements dramatically. So it was getting installed on a lot of hardware that really had no business running yep. it. And, and I guess that's ugh, the thing I hate. And this is... One thing I've always appreciated with Sony on the software side of it is that when they release software or release a product via their software, they know how to utilize it. They know, 
I mean, I, the PS3's interface is a point of contention in the gaming community, and I realize that. I mean, it's simple but, and it works. I like the XMB. Yeah. I just don't like how the PS3 was slow. Sure, but for what the software did, the interface worked well enough that it didn't need to be changed for its entire life just because they put the time into the software and knew how to use it, where Xbox has great software, but for some, they're very, I don't know, they have a very Google mentality on a lot of their stuff, which is just, we either tweak the shit out of it constantly, or we just drop it and move to something else. Um, I'm kind of going on a separate tangent now. I've completely they, lost the original track, but they do that a lot with uh, with their game studios, yeah. for example. Like you really see with Mike, like with Sony, for example, they they let games like uh, The Last Guardian that took how long to develop, mm-hmm. and it eventually came out. Um, who does Killzone? Is that Guerrilla Games? I should know that. I'm pretty I think sure it that's is. Gorilla Games. So Gorilla Games, you know, first Killzone came out. Yeah, it pushed the boundaries. It didn't do that well. But mm. Killzone 2 was better. Killzone 3 was better. Then, you know, you have Shadowfall. And then it, it works all the way up to Horizon. Horizon mm. Zero Dawn, which is hailed as this amazing game, completely off the beaten path, brand new IP, beautiful, all that stuff. But it took so much time to do that. Microsoft really, historically, they don't, nurture their companies like that no. unless you come out the gate swinging yep like you're doing like gears of war halo forts and numbers or like even um even though this is technically an indie developer the the studio that end up making cuphead i mean they're they're pretty buddy buddy with microsoft microsoft did help quite a bit but i know they did finance that game themselves mm-hmm. but i know that if that game completely flopped microsoft would have definitely ghosted them <laughs> yeah and i mean getting back to the root i guess talking about the game pass example it's just uh, the thing that I think kills me the most about it is I would love to go to Microsoft headquarters and find out how many employees are just screaming about how the Xbox ad is doesn't have a good Game Pass package baked just baked into the damn thing. Like they have this great piece of kit hardware wise. The Xbox One is great hardware. They have this great software tool in and subscription model in their new Game Pass. Why? To be honest, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna answer that literally. I don't think there's too many employees that care about it. I've been to Microsoft HQ. They're very <laughs> chill there. They're treated real well by their company. Microsoft now knows how to treat their employees. They're new. They're no longer doing the slash and burn thing. So employees there, for the most part, are pretty happy. Yeah. And I think they're more worried about like their projects and stuff as opposed to the Xbox stuff. Maybe in the Xbox division that might be different. They were I didn't screaming. see. Th- I didn't see that at all. So I don't know. But also, you got to realize that weed is legal over there too. So they got all the reasons to chill out. Yeah, we're in a point with Microsoft. Software. I mean, Microsoft Office costs a hundred dollars a year now. They don't need to release anything else. Yeah, like, they're fine. Yeah. And oh I yeah, I, f- I forgot that they went to subscription on that. Yeah. I still have like I I own my well okay own, but I have a copy of uh, Office 2013. Like I have like a legitimate license for it that mm. I paid for and everything. And it's like yes, this is not a subscription. I install it on my machine for life. Yeah, this you, is you, you own the license. Same. Yeah. Yes. Quote yeah. unquote ownership. Yes, and that's. Fine, but I oh man, this this is I think my take on Microsoft just over the years has just been just like <laughs> you, you are so close to being the especially I guess specifically micro uh, Xbox within Microsoft you are so close to being like the perfect system with all of this but you have to screw it up for yourself like in some 
way. And that's why I think the Nintendos and Sonys of the world are just, I think, from maybe minus now because of Game Pass, I just feel like they're going to have an edge. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just they put such a big dent in their company. It's gonna take a miracle for them to come back, especially since well, the next consoles are probably gonna be pretty damn well, similar well, at this point. Well, even with that as well too. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm just like I keep nitpicking here, but I was gonna oh, say sure. Microsoft as a company is still doing pretty well. Oh I yeah, think, yeah, of course. I think <laughs> that I think their Xbox division is now starting to make some money for one of the first times in a while because Xbox is generally like and historically they're really not. A profitable venture for Microsoft for sure so now they're starting to do better but even so I know they're dumping a ton of money into different things acquiring studios and all and we'll see if it pays off but yeah. yeah man I'm just saying if Nintendo can profit off of releasing what is basically a Nexus 7 2013 with game controllers duct taped to the sides <laughs> and make money off of it Xbox should be making money right now I mean good I love Lord. the switch but that's really funny <laughs> it's what no that is I, I love the switch trust me as someone that has not bought a Nintendo console since the original Wii I love my switch and you loved the Wii I remember yeah oh I played the hell out of my Wii man yeah and Super Mario Galaxy you, was you my jam you didn't have a 3d and then you didn't have a, uh, a Wii U. Nope. Yeah. And my DS, I don't think I either, ever had a DSi or a DS Lite. I think mm-hmm. the only DS I had was the OG. Oh, damn. Like, I That's don't impressive. buy Nintendo consoles, and that is just a testament to the Switch, man. I, I want to know how much just straight profit they're making off of that console because we all know that the hardware that goes into that does not cost $300. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. I'm, I'm interested as well, too. Like, yeah. We'll see. It's, they don't, do they ever release those kinds of numbers? I'm sure we can look it up if we sit yeah. here and Google no, it. I don't work. want to do that again here. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. I was going to say, though, because you mentioned Super Mario Galaxy was your jam. Do you remember it was one of your previous roommates we talked about this and how I'd like... <laughs> How I had called you out on your theory with the the Super Mario Galaxy thing. Do you remember this? At all? Refresh my memory. Okay, so you were telling me you're just like, I just want Super Mario Galaxy three. That's all I want. That's all I want. Make it on Wii U and I'll buy one. And I was like, well, because you were saying I want another Super Mario Galaxy, and I was like, yeah. well, you got one. Already. I still you want got... another Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, and I said, well, you got one already. You got Super Mario Galaxy two, and you were just like, yeah, oh my god, it was just the same thing with different <laughs> maps and slightly different worlds. Ugh. Okay. Then, Can I elaborate? Oh, go ahead, finish your story. No, and then I remember, so you said that, and I was like, so if you got that already, and that's how you feel about it, why do you want a third one? And you just like, you're about to respond, and then you just got silenced. <laughs> and your roommate was just dying laughing at that point. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't want to make you feel bad, but no, I'm just, I was just trying to figure out the logic here. So I guess now that I'm older and wiser, I guess that, that was probably what, three years ago? Oh, yeah, that was a whole three so years so ago. so much older and wiser now. I, I figured it out. <laughs> And in fact, I think it was Mario Odyssey that made me figure it out. I want two things for Mario Galaxy to be done right again. First of all, the music. Holy crap, Mario Galaxy's soundtrack was, or score really, was perfect. All right. And they tried with Mario Odyssey, but you see, Odyssey's music wasn't in the forefront of the game. Like, I remember I only made it like three hours into it, and then I just put it down because I just... I for other reasons too, not just the music, mm-hmm. but they had this really cool. So like one of the cooler mechanics for Mario galaxy was the music playing in the background and the sound effects that Mario make uh, would make as he ran across the map were uh, pitch shifted to match. Oh, so like okay. his footsteps would be in time 
and like little sound effects, like especially so you know the mechanic and, where and you're, you're in the and I mean yeah. like you you were in band as well too yes. for a while, and I know you come from an Music's audio very background. Music, of course. yes, yeah. So no, I, I I totally see your love for this. Um, and they tried, but it wasn't there. And the second thing, and this was I think the core game mechanic I love so much about Galaxy, just from inherently how it worked, was. Just map manipulation and physics puzzles. Okay. Because you were on sometimes small, sometimes dense, sometimes big planets, like they got to do really weird stuff and in a 3D space where you were having to think of things relative to the underside of plants and things like that. I want more of that. And I think that was the biggest turnoff for me of Mario Odyssey was Mario Odyssey just felt like, oh, great, it's another 3D Mario, where Mario Galaxy very much just mechanically felt different. And that's what was so cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess as much as I would just love Super Mario Galaxy 3, I think more just I want that okay. for my Mario game. I got you. I got you. Also, Mario Galaxy is better than Mario Sunshine. Fight me. I know you don't like Sunshine. So. No. Um, it, I, it was I, fine. I will I will say I... I like really, Sunshine more than Odyssey. I didn't I'll play Galaxy 2. I played a little bit of Galaxy. I will say that the biggest takeaway for me... I need to actually revisit it and play it one day. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the biggest thing for me is, and I had said this years ago on the channel one time, I made a video talking about, you know, trying it out. Happy. That was like the exact feeling I had playing Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. I just had an overwhelming sense of happiness when I was playing the game. And that is just such, just pure uncut happiness. That's just such a rarity, I feel like, that I experience when I'm playing a game. I'm going to give you an experiment I want you to do and report back to me on this. Okay. I okay. want you to get yourself back into Super Mario Galaxy. Okay. I don't know if there's a setting for this or I, not. I have the game. I you have, have the, the game. Wii. Yeah. Great. I, I own all that. Yeah. I don't know if there's a setting for this, but if there is, play it for 20 minutes with the music on and then turn it off if that option exists. I almost guarantee Wait, turn you the music off? off. Oh, okay. Because I have the distinct feeling that 75% of the reason you're reaction from that is just happy is the score oh i have no doubt yeah i have no doubt it was was beautiful and some of my favorite games i think i think back are literally just my favorite because mechanics yeah sure but just music Mm -hmm. like uh the tony hawk franchise the tony hawk games were fun but the real reason you played them was that soundtrack oh the soundtrack was always great the licensing they did on there was awesome Mm -hmm. Music is so important to games. Like even like when it, just picking the right stuff for your soundtrack or thematically the score, like in your Zeldas and things like that. I mean, music is so important in games. And mm-hmm. again, I guess getting back to Mario Odyssey, they had such a missed opportunity. They're really good music and sound design, but they just pushed it so far back for no really good reason. I think maybe because that was where they were going in the more recent Mario games, like looking at Super Mario 3D Land, Super Mario 3D World, they were just taking it back to a new 3D Mario game, yeah. not focusing as much on the music, and that seemed to work well for two games in a row. So, And that's reasonable. It's from a marketing perspective, there's no reason to pump that much money into the sound design, because really, your average gamer doesn't care about sound sure. design. They don't even notice things like that. Subconsciously, you're going to notice. You subconsciously, but... yeah, you, yeah. What's the red-letter media? You didn't notice it, but your brain notices. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's big. Like, some of your favorite movies, games, all of that, I guarantee are your favorite because of music. Oh, yeah. Hands down. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, no, I just love the, I mean, nostalgia is a real powerful tool and all that, too. So, like, like for example, the the Grand Theft like Grand Theft Auto three, my all time favorite game, absolutely love it for so many reasons. Um, the soundtrack will just yeah. always be in my head. 
like chatterbox game fm um double clef i always kind of skipped it mm-hmm. but i remember that of course uh the scarface radio station was that lips or what i want to say I that was lips remember um no, the um, K-Jaw, where yeah. I ended up tracking down. So all, all five songs on the K-Jaw radio station are from one album by an artist named Scientist. And like years later, and it was kind of an expensive CD. I think it was like 30, 40 bucks. I ended up tracking it down and bought it just because I loved that album so much. Music is so important. Uh, make or break a game. Well, not, not make or break a game, especially in this time, in this decade. But um yeah. I mean, even looking back at some of the most iconic games, like if I say, if someone says to me, Halo, the first thing I think isn't about Master Chief, isn't about the shooting mechanics. It is that just iconic choir, just music sound, the, oh, yeah. yeah. I know exactly like, what you're talking about. That's that what everyone so iconic. thinks yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's sound design, man. I could talk for a whole podcast about sound designing oh games. <laughs> I'm sure some people would love to hear that. Yeah, I could yeah. talk for a while, even just specifically about even, like, like the sound design in, like, a Sekiro or any games like that. I mean, that was probably my one of my favorite things about Sekiro was visuals, admittedly, is a beautiful game, but just really good sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, of course, ditto Super Mario Galaxy, which I could also do a whole podcast about, but, um, brilliant, brilliant sound design. People in the comments, let us know if you'd want to hear Donald <laughs> talk about that. No, I'll, I'll do it. To I'll see. do it. Hell yeah. I'll you have for hours. Yeah. It's like, we have the technology. We just don't want to spend a lot of money doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, if you want, we can shift off of music and sounding games for, for sure. a while. I do, I do have something that I wanted to bring this up last month, and I just didn't because I didn't fit into my schedule. But, um, Donald, I guess this is this is kind of related. I don't know. Um, I know you've gone to a lot of conventions. You love have, them and all that stuff. Have Have you gone to any like car like um, trading card game conventions at all? What, Magic, Yu Gi Oh, any of that? Not specifically so i i have kind of two branches of cons that i'm known for going to one is your kind of like your mag fests uh where yeah. it's more just general and again music of course music and gaming um and then general gaming uh gen con Genghis con things like that but i've never gone to a specifically tcg okay yeah no because I, I, I just wanted to, I, I feel like i could get like your thoughts on this pretty well so i'm kind of happy i saved this but apparently Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments according to ign are now starting to penalize players for being smelly yeah i heard about that <laughs> and thank you i I, just, I don't think there's anyone who's against this no. i wish that was a general rule for conventions in general i think that there should be a person at the door of every convention whose job it is to smell people and if you smell too bad like <laughs> if sorry, you can dude, taste the person yeah Trust me, as someone, I go to at least one convention a year, usually MAGFest. And again, MAGFest is a, a festival, con, whatever you want to call it, that has both concerts and gaming. So now you have sweaty nerds playing games that are going into mosh pits and getting even sweatier. Oh, ew. Like, that is the number one situation where you need hygiene in your conventions. And yeah, thank you, Yu-Gi-Oh, for doing that. I really hope they set the trend on this because my god i have met some disgusting people at conventions i'm hoping so too yeah apparently they're saying yeah this is on the official Yu-Gi-Oh blog and there's a new section called hygiene and it's reading this is a new section requiring all persons attending a tournament to be clean and wear clean clothing Mm -hmm. if you or your clothing is excessively dirty or bad smelling you can be penalized i don't know how they're gonna penalize you i don't know what the punishment would be banishment 
I hope so. God, I hope it's Spanish, man. Or at least deodorant or something. Now They, they take your deck of cards and just burn it in now, front of you. <laughs> <laughs> now, dude, one thing. So I, did, I didn't really know about this, but apparently uh, Smash, it's really bad at Smash tournaments as well, too. It's bad just at the, every nerd culture-related tournament Now, I've heard that, but like, have, have you heard of the YouTuber Glink? No. Fantastic YouTuber. I recommend anyone listening check him out. But he did a recent video about hygiene at Smash tournaments, and it answered this question for me. So recently there was another Smash tournament where there was a dude who ended up winning, and when he won, somebody threw a dead crab at him. <laughs> and he, he was angry, so he picks it up, and he's like yelling. He's like, whose crab is this? Who did this? And when the story initially... Oh, God, excuse me. When the story initially broke... I was thinking it it was someone brought in a dead crab and kept it in their backpack or something for hours. Like no one noticed this. No one noticed the fishy decaying smell like nobody. I saw Glink's video and he kind of touched up on this, but nobody noticed it because I'm pretty sure it just blended in with the stink of the con or yeah. the con, the tournament. That's not good. That's not a good look. Like it's, I guess it, Glink's thing has mainly been, this has been a known thing. There's jokes around it. It's always brought up at Smash tournaments. So please, for God's sake, buy deodorant. It's a dollar. Yeah, no, it's... I forget which convention it was that they actually... Oh, man, now I got to Google this. That they got the hotel <laughs> staff to put deodorant sticks in bathrooms as one of the amenities. Well, I think... I feel like... I feel like hotel should just do that by default True. i'm paying for the room give me some damn deodorant no trust me as someone i've been going to game conventions since i was six or seven since i was young and yeah it's it's just it's a thing at tournaments it's worse because then they're sitting in the same room for hours yeah mosing around a, a tournament but no all nerd core conventions minus i mean some of your bigger ones that are more general population your comic cons and stuff aren't quite as bad just because you have more normies there I notice but... the people who are smelly there are the ones who were like in costume yeah. for days on end where like and the thing is man costumes aren't an excuse so yeah magfest is, is i'm gonna I could talk all day about MAGFest as well. Go to MAGFest. Uh, it's wonderful. But um, there's a cosplaying scene at MAGFest as well, and costumes aren't the problem. There are plenty of people running around in costumes at MAGFest that smell just fine because of basic hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not hard. <laughs> this podcast has turned into shitting on Dead Mouse, uh, Mario Galaxy is the best game ever made, and hygiene. And I'm I'm responsible for the last bit there. <laughs> no, that's, it's, it's a that's good my topic. fault. I brought I brought up the stank. Take a shower, <laughs> all of you, especially you. And again, again, deodorant's only a dollar. Just buy a stick of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, just take a shower. I God, oh man, oh my God. If yeah, if any of you want um, a dedicated show on this channel about uh, con funk, just mention it in the comments. Please do, please do. I do have another thing. I've uh, I, I've been seeing this stuff. So uh, this is right now. I'll get you all the exact dates. Right now, we're, we're recording this in about the middle of the month. I just have to record this a little early because of time constraints and all that. But it's May 13th. So if anything has, if you're hearing this and something has broken out in the past like two days, we didn't know about it at the time of recording. But um, Donald, have, have you followed like 
any of the YouTube shenanigans that have happened, mainly like the pro Jared, the yeah. Etika type <laughs> stuff, all of that. We're going to bring up pro Jared. We're going to bring up pro Jared. What we, again, again, May 13th, this is what we know up until this point, because I know you're probably more vested in his material than I am, yeah, a, a lot more. It's weird for me. I've, o- I've only known of him, and then I've kind of followed the memes and the overall thing here, but yeah. Yeah, oh god well, we're just gonna jump straight into that okay yeah, i guess man. yeah for, for, uh. for, so for anybody if because there's a lot of people i'm sure who aren't like following youtube stuff a ton but i guess like in short and correct me if i'm wrong here at all pro jared really well-known youtuber over eh, a million, million subs over well known to over me. a million i yeah, yeah yeah but he's big youtuber yeah there yeah, okay yeah. that's not that that's that, that that's not up for debate but he's a big youtuber um he's done work with like he's part of normal boots isn't he yeah he he's uh this oh, i wouldn't call him the second biggest part of normal boots but i'd say he's right behind john tron sure yeah. sure so there was that he was married to a chick named heidi and he came out on twitter and said hey uh my wife and i are splitting heidi had come out and said hey um i don't know what jared just said because he blocked me but he has been cheating on me for the past few months with holly and Holly is one of their mutual friends who is also part of Normal Boots who also had said to Jared's official statement, hey, something along the lines of like, hey, I'm really sorry to hear about this. I'm here if you need me. You want another fun tidbit in that story? You know the other connection that she has to Normal Boots in that community? She was dating Rubber Ross. Uh, they were married. Or married. They it were, was marriage, yeah. Yeah, because they, they divorced. Well, they announced their divorce around the time where... Holly ended up moving up to Seattle where Jared lives, yeah. and that was definitely when they were cheating and all that. But then on top of that, I think the big thing is it would have stopped there, and that's already a scummy thing to do. But then but, on top of yeah. it, it was also revealed that Jared's also been kind of a bit of a sexual predator and had a bunch of not-safe-for-work Tumblrs and Snapchat set up where he was asking for nudes from fans and then and sending, sending nudes. nudes. And some of the fans might or might not have been underage. And Yeah, man. Rule number one of being a famous YouTuber, don't send pictures of your dick to people. Like, and don't. <laughs> I, Especially if they're <laughs> underage, but also just don't. I mean, I think that's just a thing in, in general. general. Like, yeah, do, but yeah. like I will say, no, I will. I will, I will say here, I have never taken a nude photo because Amen. of that. Yeah, because I'm just like, hey, you want to send me something? Fine, what have you? I'm not gonna share it around. I'm not sending any of myself out there. I've seen what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I dig that, man. Um, I yeah. Pro Jared, dude, you, you fucked up, man. Am I allowed to say fuck on this? Yeah, that's fine. Cool, I said fuck on this. Yeah. I, and the thing is, yeah, his content was pretty dang good. And the dude seemed I mean, to have to, charisma. It like, had to be good to get to, you know, million subscribers. I, that's just a level of stupid that I don't understand. Like, you did everything wrong. You cheated on the person you were married to while being YouTube famous while texting pictures of your schlong to 16-year-olds. like For years. You did, For years. You did everything wrong in this situation. Like, putting aside the fact that you're just kind of a garbage person, you're also just kind of stupid. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and then there goes all the pro Jared fans now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's Oh, oh, okay, no, I was looking at my phone. But yeah, no. I, well, here's the thing. I don't think pro Jared has any fans Oh, I think now. he still His, does. Well, I haven't seen anyone 
defending him aside from peanut True. butter gamer who accidentally that was an accident defense. and he yeah and it was very much it, it was more he was coming way too emotionally he was out, he was more like yeah everyone's attacking my friend and nobody's looking into the other side of the story and then a day later he's like yeah my bad guys jared's not good <laughs> i don't know man i'm gonna call it now i think this is gonna be a massive dent in his popularity sure but if John Tron can come back from some of the shit he said, I think Pro Jared's gonna be no, fine. No, 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 Donald. John Tron said some stuff that wasn't the best enunciated, and he didn't. Put I guess it out uh, the there. underage. I keep forgetting that the but dick the thing is, yeah, underage J- kids. yeah, yeah. But Jared did yeah. a lot more. I Dang. mean, he. He cheated on his wife. I mean, this is this business like normal boots is seems like it's just gotten completely shaken up. And then on top of that, just like the sexual predator type stuff. And then the underage thing on top of it, you pile that on. I admittedly keep forgetting the underage part, which is a very, very crucial detail to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. I'm yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I was looking at his social blade when I think, it first happened. I wonder when, how that's going. When you were going. saying, too, I, I wanted to tell you, because when you were saying, like, yeah, why would you do that? You had all this stuff going on. A lot of it, from what I see, um, with people who are in those positions, it's power. Mm. It's, you know what, I got, like, for, for example, like Jeff Bezos, you know, he's... Oh, that's not as bad, right? Yeah. Right now, right now, while we are recording this, ProJared is at eight hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred twenty-seven subscribers. I'm going to hedge my bets on or hold my bets on this one. I think, I, I, mm, I don't think this is going to kill him. I don't think this is going to be good for. But him. he's going to have to disappear for a while. He's going to. It's going to be Louis C.K. He's going to vanish for yeah. six months or a year, and then he's going to pop up in a random comedy shop and be like, "Hey, I'm back," and he's going to get a standing ovation. Sure. Especially just in how. Oh, he just lost the, three subscribers while we were talking. Oh, no, <laughs> there's all of his money. Um, but no, I uh, unless unless this goes to court, unless mm-hmm. unless one of the kids' parents sues, in uh, which case then this one might of be the a bit people more has problem. said that they've contacted the Department of Justice about this so but what do you think the odds of settling it would happen i don't i mean i guess this is getting into less of a civil issue and more of a federal issue yeah that is transmission yeah so i don't know this is gonna be weird and even some of it could have been um sharing reproduction all that too because so this like allegedly as well but like one of the people claims that uh they had when they gave jared their nudes like their underage nudes they had said hey don't share these and allegedly jared had shared them on one of his tumblers as well too. oh dude yeah because he, oh he also God. had a twitter or not a, tum- a twitter he had a tumblr where he was also sharing other like fans who sent him their nudes he was sharing them on there so dude i'm telling you so when you're asking why i wanted to get on this it's all for power yeah. He has the million subscribers. He has the hot wife. He has a successful business. He is his own boss. So you know what? What's going to stop me from, you know, sending nudes to all these people? Because I have that power. I can cheat on my wife. Sure, she's not going to find out. It's it's all just a power thing. I'm going to do this stuff because I can do it. Because I have the power to. Also, there's just a, a human thrill of getting away with doing something that you're not supposed to do. For sure. But rule number one of being a criminal is don't be a stupid criminal. I guess like, not. Like, if you're gonna... Uh, oh, well, I mean, yeah. he wasn't thinking of any criminal intent there. He no. was thinking with his dick. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Yeah. We could talk about this for a while. But Twitter's been talking yeah. about Pro Jared's dick for like a week at this point. Oh, I'm aware. So. Yeah, it's it's a meme at this point. It is. It is. Thankfully, I didn't see the uncensored version. Yeah. It's just the censored ones came across his my timeline. Face. You don't even need the dick part of that picture. It's the face he's making is the most ridiculous. <laughs> just, Thankfully, oh, I didn't yeah. see, I, I've been kind of shielded from a lot Don't look it up, but the... look it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, look up a censored version and just zoom in on his face. It's. Uh, I guess you can right now if you want to, but I'm more so saying for the audience, say, don't look it up. But look it up. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway, have you followed the Etika thing at all or not? What do you, do you mean? Etika. Etika. Etika World Network. Do you know about him? Evidently not. Okay, so this was another guy. So this is okay. Oh boy, this here is we I guess go. something I know more about. This yeah. will be the the only other YouTube thing I want to talk about because I guess this really comes into. I I don't want to be. I really don't want to be an armchair chair psychologist here. So that's not what I'm trying to convey. But essentially, he was a. I guess you could say Nintendo YouTuber where his big thing, he was really known for, you know, Nintendo direct streams, reveals, mm-hmm. reactions, smash. How do you spell um, it? E T I K A. Okay. You, if you see his, if you look him up right now, which I know you're doing, you'll probably recognize him. Oh, this so. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't follow him, but I, yeah. Real okay. funny dude. Like I very much enjoyed his stuff and there's been, you know, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad I can say, but in short, what ended up happening is like six months ago at this point, because this was in October, mm-hmm. he ended up, he said the N-word, the friendly version of it. He said <sighs> it on Twitter, and he ended up getting suspended, and he went nuts. He made a video yelling, complaining, freaking out about it, mm-hmm. and then it resulted in him deleting all his videos on his channel, which had almost a million subscribers. Like nice. he's full-time, healthy, yeah. yeah, full-time YouTuber, doing real well. He's living in New York. And then he ended up uploading porn and saying a bunch of other stuff on his channel. And then it got terminated. And he said something along the lines of, like, it's been an honor doing this with you all. This is where I die. Something like that. So, of course, people are checking on him. They're doing wellness checks. They're doing all Mm. this stuff. He was taken to his psych ward. And when he came back, like, he was checked out. Like, he was supposed to be fine. And he was saying, like, it wasn't a breakdown. He was doing it all as an act and all this stuff. And... He was saying he was going to be honest with everyone from here on out, and this is what he wanted to do. Yeah, I, I know your role in your eyes. It's like he just—he could have done. Yeah. Just, just some of the stuff. It's like I'm really on the fence about. It. It's like no, no, because like one of the things that came out was apparently he wasn't happy with his network he was with on his YouTube channel. I know for sure. As of a few years ago. Networks can no longer restrict you and keep mm. you in. So if you request to unlink, if you are partnered through network and you request to unlink, the network has to honor that unlink request. So yeah. within 30 days, you will be released. That's it. Like that is a YouTube rule now at this point. So he could have just unlinked at any time, found new network, done something else. Um, so then he ended up building up a whole new channel. And at one point, he about the same thing ended up happening where he started going crazy, was saying a bunch of stuff on Twitter and YouTube and doing all this other stuff, uploaded porn to that channel, got that one terminated as well. Uh, I think he ended up going to, I'm trying to get the the timeline down, but he ended up going to a psych ward again. Mm. Allegedly, like his ex-girlfriend said, because she's really been on the lookout, even though she's an ex, she's been on the lookout for him. Allegedly, he was being dragged away and yelling that he is a god and don't take me away. (sighs) 
Yeah. And when he came back, so he came back after a few days and he's like, hey, guys, uh, my bad. I'm not going to do that again. Uh, sometimes that's just my dark humor. Mm. Yeah. Of course. And I had said, like, it got some traction on Twitter. And, like, I'd replied. I was like, dude, being dragged away in a psych ward and yelling that you're a god goes way beyond dark humor. Like, please get off here and seek some help. Yeah, and- that's getting to, like, let me diverse more of your fans even more that's getting into almost kanye west territory at that point of just like sociopathy just a a bit yeah and much of this was i'm a god all the stuff he's called himself the antichrist there's so some of the other stuff that's happened he um so he ended up coming back two days later about the same thing starts up again uh it got to the point where there was a wellness check that was called on called on him and he did not i i saw the instagram live stream like live when it was happening Police were coming. They were checking on him. He would not let them in. EMS just wanted to check on him. So they had to shut down his entire block. This is in New York, mind you. Like, urban New York. That's not cheap to do. Yeah, they had to shut down his entire block. They had to force their way into his apartment, take him into custody, do an EMS check on him. They charged him with, well, they diagnosed him with agitation and let him out a few hours later. (laughs) And then, I guess, like, a few days later... He was out on the street, and he ended up. Uh, and there's so many details I'm leaving out of this because I'm just giving sure, you the condensed yeah. version. But a few days later, uh, he punched a cop. Nice. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. add that to the list of things not to do. Don't send your dick to 16 year olds and don't punch cops. Yeah. It's not hard. So <laughs> right now, again, it's May 13th. As of at least the past week or week and a half or so, he has not been arrested. He was taken in. And he is now in, I guess, like a mental ward or yeah. something. Kind of the, the equivalent of that, like getting getting checked out and everything. So it's just it's just been this crazy ordeal. People don't know if he's well, if he's unwell, if this is an act or not, what's going on, but Oh, there's no way that's an act. You could take that. I don't to know. A there's been people that degree, have been yeah, yeah. I think after I think the line is pretty much drawn at punching a cop. I think that's right. when you know it's it's not an act. Right. And th- that's why some people have been saying, well, maybe he's been planning this. And maybe this has been all crazy. He was crazy, planning on like, punching a cop. Yeah, it, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. It's like, well, when you're going that far away, a minute. This is getting into criminal territory. Well, okay, here. so now we solved Pro Chariot's YouTube crisis. He just needs to say this, this, this was part of his internet character. Oh, sure. That was part of his internet persona. He sure. didn't, like, actually want to send those pictures to anyone. He just, he had to portray what the audience expected of him. <laughs> his, his, his Sin Jared audience. Yeah, Normal That's Boots a- is going to get weird after this now. Hell yeah, yeah. This begins the arc of just, no, no. It's going to be Sin Boots or something, I don't know. All the other Normal Boots are great. Yeah. <laughs> man but yeah no i, I did i don't uh, so you, you didn't follow him at all no so this is all fascinating for me now i wish i kind of want to like watch his backlog and just i would recommend context. it he's a funny dude he's a real like, funny dude i just want to but... watch his videos and be like this is the guy that punched a cop how yeah. interesting <laughs> nice it all worked up to this point i guess i don't yeah, know man. but i really hope he gets better i hope he's getting the help he needs i know at one point he like got internet access and came back he did like a quick ama on his reddit and he was still doing the weird shit on there mm-hmm. so that's why i feel like part of it is an act but at the same time it's like well i also feel like you know he's probably maybe just buckle i i think it's kind of we we've talked about this off the record a bit but it's kind of the issue of there might be things that are just nobody's perfect but there just oh. might be things that 
anybody needs to address. And when you have that large audience, they're zeroing in and everything, you know, and even if you don't have a large audience, just when you get to a point in life, you know, maybe you're, you're getting, you might have, you know, some issues in your head that you need to work out. But if you always have some bigger issue ahead of you, like, oh, I need to get a car, I need to get a house, I need to get whatever this is. And then once you get situated in life and all that, if you're really just kind of left with your demons, you kind of got to sort through those a little bit. It could be spooky and sometimes impossible to just do that by yourself. But, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to kind of... I'm not trying to wrap up this topic, but I want to propose a question to you kind of now that we've talked about Pro Chair and talked about him and all. Um... What would be the most devastating YouTuber to have just out of nowhere, just one day we find out kind of similar to what happened with Pro Jared, similar to what happened with this guy? Who would you be the most devastated and or surprised at being tomorrow's like Pro Jared or tomorrow's like do – do, do you have something off the top or do you want to think about it for a sec? Because I have my answers. You have your answer? Oh, yeah, I have two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Number one, easy, Philip DeFranco. Okay. Like, that dude has been on YouTube for so long that if something was to come out like that, oh, yeah, he's been, like, snapping pictures of his dick and sending it all over town or something like that, that would be – that would destroy that company. I mean, that's, like, a 15-employee company at this point, and just he's the face of it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would be personally sad, too. That that would be my number one answer. Because I know you really follow him. Yeah. I I haven't. Since almost day one. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you thought of anyone? Uh, gaming historian. Ooh, yes, yeah, yeah. Because that guy is just so wholesome, friendly. He's a librarian. Yeah, he is a actual like certified librarian. That's what he went to school for. That's why he he knows what the hell he's doing. He knows his material. He's able to do so much research. Yeah, because that's his thing. But you see him. It's like it's like if PBS had a gaming show, mm. it would be gaming historian. You know, your answer actually just split my number two into two, but I got a top three now okay. of oh devastation. God. Oh, God. I think I'm actually going to flip my order to three in this order. I'm putting Philip DeFranco down to number three. Number one, Michael Stevens, Vsauce One. Okay. I don't know if you follow Vsauce. Somewhat. But for like... anyone that – he's the dad of YouTube. He is a wonderful man. You should follow Vsauce. Uh, number two, I guess this is getting out of kind of the gaming realm. This is more general YouTuber on both of these, but uh, Tom Scott. Do you follow Tom Scott? Somewhat. Okay. Either of them, especially we, you Vsauce, and I watch very different material at time. I can tell. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> As a nerd and a gamer and a musician, most of the YouTubers I follow have not much to do with any of those like topics. It's I understand. Very odd. I understand. Yeah. I do follow like kind of the big populars, the John Tron. I don't know if you've heard of Mr. Mario. I follow him. Um, no, I don't know who the hell no, that yeah, is. Piece of shit. Yeah, um, that dude's fat. <laughs> oh that's where you lose it okay okay yeah, i start fat shaming and that's where you lose the funniest it. jokes are the truest ones oh that's uh, true <laughs> no um yeah god now i'm trying to think of what all of like the i mean i feel like linus tech tips we've talked about that but i don't really count that that's more he's a little more big sure i'm trying to think you call him fat too yeah oh fuck yeah dude <laughs> Walling around in his sandals and socks, fat piece of shit. Um, Jesus Christ. What this really is, is this is just me being worried about my own body issues and just pushing it on to everyone else. Ah, so um, you're projecting at this point. Exactly. I see you. I see you. Um, anyway, I guess getting back to the root of it. Uh, yeah, ga- yeah, Game of Story, that would be depressing. I know. 
Because so so the thing is, I don't really know about Vsauce that much. Tom Scott, Tom Scott, and especially um, like uh, Philip DeFranco. Like I yeah. see, I can imagine him being like just like the biggest player from years ago. So that's why it's like with with Do stuff you know like his history that, though. Not too much. You should look because no. his YouTube persona in his actual like he admittedly self admittedly by him he did used to be a piece of shit, but um I yeah. Yeah, Visa. You should you should check out Vsauce. Okay, and he, I think you would. He. Um, I mean, I've heard him on podcasts before. So. For context, he's he, he. It's mostly educational mm-hmm. related content. So I guess any YouTube educator getting outed as sending pictures of his ding dong to <laughs> Tumblr followers, like yeah. yeah. I mean, I like admittedly the very first person I thought of was PewDiePie, but it's just like, well, that guy's been through so many controversies, and yeah. he's had his ads dinged, and he has his he's had his channel. Now it's the second most subscribed one. It's like, no, no, that's not going to do anything. Here's a fun question. Let's switch uh, pro Jared and PewDiePie. Uh huh. Yeah. So if PewDiePie. However many days ago it was now, based on when this is uploaded weeks ago, mm-hmm. was progerited. That's a verb now, by the way. Progerited. <laughs> um, do what do you think his sub count would look like right now? Adpocalypse number four. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, yo, I. I don't, that would just kill YouTube. That wouldn't kill PewDiePie. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd be more concerned about the platform at that point. True. You know, it's just like PewDiePie. Like you have to do this stuff as well too. I don't know, yeah. but. Yeah, because how many times has that dude said the N-word on stream? I mean, well, he did that once. There was the whole, there was the, the Hitler thing that was going oh, on. Oh, the Hitler um, thing. There's been at least one or two controversies he's been in. What's your take on, uh, again, I'm trying to, like, destroy your user base right now. But Real what nice. is your stance on, like, with PewDiePie and the whole, like, just Nazi jokes and, like, Hitler-isms? <sighs> If you don't mind me asking, if you don't want to talk about this, we can also edit this the fuck out. And move so on to uh, no, else. no, no, I I can answer it. Like so, for me, I I definitely feel it was really stupid of him to make those jokes. Yeah. Some people can say, yeah, the context matters, and I agree with you. But god damn it, when you are the number one YouTuber and you are also partnered with a company who is technically owned by Disney, you have to have some fucking control. You cannot just do the edgy stuff all the time. You have to rein it in a little bit. You have to go through with a clear head. You just have to be aware of what you're operating. Um, Yeah, that's a sensible response. You really have to... You really have to be prepared for that role. You have to work around it. But on top of that, I'm even going to flip it on YouTube's front. I'm of the belief where for several years... I personally believe YouTube has absolutely hated that PewDiePie has been the number one YouTuber. I think that YouTube has hated that gaming blew up as big as it did. And I think they have begrudgingly welcomed gaming entertainment on YouTube just because it is so big that there was no way they could ignore it. But they did not want gaming to get as big as it, it was supposed to. They did not want someone like PewDiePie to be the number one YouTuber. And they did not want him to be the forefront of YouTube for years. I think YouTube was also just hating that as well, too. I really hope that the reason, like, T-Series is blowing up, I, I really hope it's just YouTube and Google just running subscriber bots. It's not. Off of their own servers. It's, I know it's not. No, no, it's it's not. And, well, on, on my Discord server, we've talked about this well, too, because some people have yeah. been like, well, how are they blowing up so much? They it's have like, the most densely, pop, one of the most densely populated countries I wanna, in the world backing India, them. Yeah, India has at least one point, I want to say it's 1.3 billion 
billion or at least 1.2 yeah. billion people. And now they're, I mean, they're all starting to get smartphones in their hands, especially with yeah. your Android ones and all of that of the world. No, it's it's legit. I know T-Series blowing up is legit. They're just like yeah. um, Vivo. I mean, they're the Vivo of India. Yes, and except it's just, it's just one channel. Exactly. They, they, they were smart. Five or six things a day. They were smarter like than Vivo, yeah, that instead of just licensing it, it's no, it is here. This is our channel. Yep. Like... Yeah, I know they. Yep. Yeah. I don't I, say that they deserve the number of subscribers that they have, but I also wouldn't I, say that they earn them unfairly. I, I can I can agree with that too. I will say though that um, I'm happy that they did they that they took the number one subscriber mark and that nothing has changed. There hasn't been because well, P- they don't consistently have the number one mark. It's been going back and forth between them and PewDiePie. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It's been actually really fun to watch. Okay, I haven't seen see that as much, but I'm gonna Google it. Okay, since that's the theme of this. Have podcast. fun, but yeah, no, that's been that that's been a whole big thing going mm-hmm. on. So, yeah, <laughs> subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> and I, I still actually, he asked people to retire that meme. Yeah, I heard because of all the yeah the garbage, the yeah literal yeah. viruses. People will take something and destroy it. So yeah. you know how it goes. Unfortunately, Let's see PewDiePie versus D series series live sub count. Okay, so T series is ahead by three mil as of recording. Three. Oh come on, so they, yeah, so they won. They've got this. They're gonna hit a hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say they won. Yeah, they won. But but I think people, even if you ask them who the number one most subscribed channel is, most people are still gonna say PewDiePie. Oh, they will still say Cause, PewDiePie because one. Yeah. I mean, he's been known for years, so some people just might not be up to date. But two, he's, you know, the number one homegrown YouTuber. He's mm-hmm. not a faceless corporation or entity like T-Series. No, and even if T-Series makes it to 100 mil before him, will that be sad? Yes, it would be sad. But yeah, it's we're talking about a conglomerate versus a person. Yeah. Like now now the other thing is too it's like and homegrown, I guess we could say PewDiePie is PewDiePie, a company now. PewDiePie has a business yeah. behind him. Yeah. He's incorporated, but, but being YouTuber first, yes. that was his. That's how this whole thing started. Was internet? Yes, that's that's cool, and I to, I hope he makes it to 100 for, mil first, which he probably won't. But yeah. I mean, still, for, for anybody who still doesn't know about T series, T series is I I feel like they're the equivalent of like if they're Indian if, Vivo. That that, but I'm thinking even channel. like old school type stuff. I'm thinking they're like the equivalent of like MTV, for example. Yeah, MTV for the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah like right. imagine if MTV. I mean, they have a channel, but imagine if they just started blowing the fuck up, and that's their equivalent. Yeah, man, it was a smart market to tap. I mean, yes. anyone that invested in internet technology in India in the last ten years, like should, or even hell, the last five years, should be commended. Because oh, good yeah. lord, that shit's blown up. Which, and I'm glad. Like hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm glad T-Series is making a billion dollars. Like, good for them. Uh, I'm not going to hate on that. I'm also not going to subscribe because I don't care. Sure. But I- I'm also not going to hate because at the end of the day, man, it's all businesses. It it's is. all money. It is. It is. Yeah. It, that's been kind of a fun debate to get into, too, because there's been a few people who, like, they've just been so, and I, I think they're just a little ignorant about it, but there's been so many people who they're just like, well, you know what? The number one subscribe channel on YouTube, it shouldn't belong to a corporation. It should just be a person. There should be no corporations at the top. And to them, I Bitch, respond one of like, the biggest corporations in the world is making all of the money off of all of these channels. Well... <laughs> Well, to that I say, because that was like, normally people will say that for like PewDiePie being overtaken. It's like, well, PewDiePie operates under a corporation. He has a business. Like his channel is a business. He has a business based around it. So with that logic, PewDiePie can't be number one either. Well, but even (laughs) if we get more rooted than that, 
you're uploading your content to Google servers. Sure. I mean, no matter how you you spin it, you're supporting a massive corporation. Like, at the end of the day, cool, small creators blowing up because of it, but really, you're helping them, you're helping Google a lot more. Right, right. Well, kind of, except for YouTube is, like, hemorrhaging money or something. I don't know. I think the last... I, I think recently, though, there's been some years where they are actually, like, finally making a profit. Do you think it's YouTube Red or Premium or whatever Google calls it now? I think it's helping, but I don't yeah. think it's only that. And Will Smith. YouTube Red, T-Series, and Will Smith. Yes. That's the their, trifecta. That's their the trident. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have one more. I mean, we've just been going on on this. Yeah, I have, man. I have one more thing I'd like to ask you sure. here. But, uh, you know, I like to ask this on every single podcast. And I either, I either share this or, you know, ask the guest I have on. So I'll ask you, what games have you been playing recently? That is an excellent question. So I am a basic piece of shit lately in that nice. my number one game has been Apex Legends. Not number one favorite, just number one I would say in playtime. And admittedly, it's it's a Skinner boxing. It's a, it is raw addiction. It's a good game. Um, as a Skinner far, boxing? Not Skinner box. Isn't that the like slot machines and all of... God, now I gotta... Oh, I'm gonna Google this and if I was wrong, I want you to edit that out. I haven't heard of uh, Skinner, Skinner box. box. I'm pretty sure it's Skinner Box. I don't know. Now I, you're making I'm, me. I'm not, yeah, it's Skinner Box. What okay. is that? Can you explain that to me? I don't know what that is. Um, so basically, it's just how to value a uh, response of doing the correct thing. You put a mouse in a box, and oh. if it does the right thing, basically, yeah. It's oh, that. It's okay. Just, I've just, yeah. I've never heard the term. I'm so from, okay. we're in Apex Legends. Yeah, it's literally just, oh, I got to be the apex legend the champion like one game out of a hundred but that one or whatever i don't know what my stats are mm-hmm. but that that's all it is it's it's the same reason i played call of duty back in the day gotcha gotcha um, it's just it's fun addictive you can yes. get into it so as far as quality games that i would actually more openly talk about um a little bit of sekiro okay um i try a i'm i'm weird when it comes to from software games which is that i have to be in a very very specific mindset to play their games okay so i bought sekiro i played it for an hour and i had to put it down for about a month and i'm slowly getting back into it and once i dive in i'm gonna dive in head first uh so yeah so sekiro uh apex uh let me think of something on the switch that i've been playing the most um, obviously not odyssey not no not odyssey <laughs> i'm getting ready to sell odyssey honestly um you know the sad thing is actually i think the most play time that's gone into my switch recently has been rocket league which is okay. hilarious but i've just gone i mean back that's not that. sad that's a that's a very well supported third party game yep um and oh have you played um uh, the Mario Rayman crossover, not Rayman. Yeah, uh, yeah. rabbits. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mario Rayman. plus Robin. rabbits. Rabbits. Yes, I have. He was so good. Yeah, it's too good. As some, so the thing I tell people, as somebody who I really don't care for the rabbits, I'm not a big Rayman yeah. fan, and I don't like XCOM. That is probably. That is my favorite Switch exclusive. Oh, hell yeah, man. Rap Mario plus Rabbids. It was phenomenal. I loved that game so much. Which I am going to go on record as to I was like a day one, like sold on that. I didn't buy it day one. I didn't have a Switch day one. But when I saw that announcement, 
Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, Mario XCOM with rabbits. It's like sold. And how you could get rid of the rabbits and I would still enjoy the game. Just Mario XCOM in general. That is wonderful. And see, you're saying that to me and it's still not even registering because I played XCOM and I really didn't care for it. Yeah. But I played, like, I've played through the game, like Mario plus rabbits, and I loved it. I guess yeah, and I'm it using was, XCOM as a genre. Yes. Kind of like, cat, like a, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, no, I, I don't even remember what. I remember when I saw the reveal and I saw, um, when Shigeru Miyamoto, when he shouted mm. out one of the developers on there, and the dude was just like crying right there. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if this guy is crying over his game, he's got to be proud of it. There's got to be something good there. And I don't remember what pressured me to pick it up, but I think I had just heard good things about it, and it looked fun. Mm. And I didn't really have much going on because I was, I was out of state at the time. But I remember I just decided to order it to my nearest Best Buy. I went there, picked it up, and... Within an hour or two, I was just loving it, and I got really addicted to it. And it's, then I got yeah. my uh, my girlfriend my and I play it. I mean, I have not played it with my girlfriend, but I got one of my coworkers onto, it, and he nice. picked it up that week as well too. So it's good. Oh, I, one more. Sorry, when you're done. Yeah, go ahead. One go more ahead. game. I got a shout out. Yes, uh, just shapes and beats. Have not heard of that. So I'm partially shouting it out because first of all, this dev team deserves it. I played it for the first time uh, at an indie showcase at. MacFest of all places two years ago and now it's on Switch. If you like um, some of the mechanics of... not, uh, It's like... Oh, man. It's kind of like a music not really bullet hell but kind of like a bullet hell. So basically, it's a four-player couch co-op game. You're just little shapes on the screen and there's really dope nerdcore um, chiptune, dubstep, whatever music playing in the background. It's great. Okay. Um, and you're just, you're dodging these animations that are happening to the beat of the song. Um, really simple in concept. Go, if music and games interests you at all, it's only 20 bucks. Go, I'm not sponsored. Go buy it right now. Okay. Great game. We should play it some, you would like it. I, I would think. be down. I'd be down yeah. to try it out. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Just Shapes and Beats, Apex Legends, Sekiro, whatever the other one I said was. Those are the games I'm playing cool. right now. Right on. Uh, yeah, no, the games I've played recently, I've picked up several, but like the ones I'm actually actively playing, um, Devil May Cry 5, nice. I finally got... Sure. I finally got more than five minutes into it. I'm now like 30 or 45 minutes in. It's good so far, although... I have to say this, and I'm experiencing the same issue I've had with other Devil May Cry games. It's a slow start for me. Mm. The other ones I got into a lot quicker, but my god, if you don't upgrade your character, it's so boring. <laughs> you have to upgrade your character and level them up. And Well, you don't level them up, but once you get your character upgrades, oh my god, the combat is so much yeah. better. Well, some of the weapons... I don't want to spoil anything, but some of the weapons that you can end up with in that game are kind of ridiculous if my understanding i believe it yeah Um, how far have you gotten into it i mean i'm playing as v right now and i don't really like him because he just walks around and then you command his minions to fight and just it's so i guess how many minutes or hours are you into like like an hour okay i won't say that okay you'll you'll know what i'm talking about when it happens and i think the listeners already know what i'm talking about. okay i need i need to actually sit down and play more of the game i I think i might be like two no like two hours and i'm thinking because i've had about an hour or two but um no, I played that a little bit. I'm still really on Darksiders, which I told you I've never played more than like 20, 30 minutes of it. Yeah. The other three times I tried to play the game, I'm about 10 hours in. I'm nearly, I'm I'm pretty much halfway there because I'm pretty much, 
I'm about finished with chapter three out of six. So mm. um, that's a fantastic game playing it on switch right now. And then at one point I ended up, uh, I was talking with one of my old friends for the first time in a while, uh, shout out Andrew. And I decided to uh, talk with him while I was on my Xbox, like my original Xbox. And I decided to play around with the trainer tool on there. So mm. I just ended up going through the first halo again. I just kind of put on infinite ammo and infinite health and all that and just burned through the game and had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a real fun game to play to just like turn my brain down and not really pay attention. And then I also ended up finishing it uh, while I was sick because last week I was sick with a cold. So I mm-hmm. popped some cold medicine while I was in that nice hazy state. I just burned through Halo and then I passed out immediately after. Nice. So, you know what my kind of game is for that? You know, just the the one you always go back to and the one you just sit and burn through. Uh, Fallout Three. Okay, is my game for that. Right on. Why is that? You, you, um, we could talk for hours about this. I'll condense it the best I can. Okay. Okay. Um, because for me, I I guess my games that would be like that are kind of like a Grand Theft Auto, like a classic Grand Theft Auto sure. game, so like Grand Theft Auto 3 or like San Andreas Vice City. 3 is like my big one, but then Halo, of course. You know, I just pop the, like, you you put Halo in front of me, I'm just going to start playing it, and then yeah. I can't really get away. <laughs> Which, speaking, okay, I, I got to throw one more game that I've been playing a lot of lately, and then I'll get back to that. Um, Planet Coaster is another one. I've always been okay. into the Roller Coaster Sims, Roller Coaster Tycoon, and all that. That's another one I play a bunch. But anyway, uh, Fallout 3... I'm going to condense this to the best of my ability. It is my favorite Fallout game thematically, mm-hmm. and it was the first 3D open world RPG that I really actually got into. Okay. Like, I've played others before, but Fallout 3 was the first one. I mean, I'm talking, I have a save on my PS3 that is triple digit hours <laughs> like I, 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 it's thematically my favorite of the Fallout games, and just, I think... It being the post-apocalyptic um, setting helps me get more interested. I'm surprised. I'm not super into like the uh, the Elder Scrolls or the the classic kind of sure. RPG games quite as much. I don't know why. For the life, classic, I love D&D. you mean like JRPGs? You mean well, or, no? I mean or, just oh, any like okay. classic as classic RPG is in like you and your your friends are going into this dungeon together, and you got to go. Fight so, the monster with so your like magic Diablo and sword. And it's like, yeah, d- any of those kind of okay. thing. Um, and I, I don't for the life of me know why. But yeah, Fallout 3 is that it is a game that I will, and it, it is imperfect. And that's where I could talk about it for hours. Sure, New sure. Vegas is a better game, but Fallout 3 has a special place in my heart. That's, that's me with Grand Theft Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto 3 is really what kicked off gaming for me quite a bit. Yeah. And like, I, I will sit here and say, it's like, yeah, no, it is. It is the least feature-packed out of the 3D Grand Theft Auto games. It is the least refined out of all of them. But, but my God, I love that game. Well, and, I mean, I think it's defensible. Grand Theft Auto 3 was a big deal. Hell yeah. Like, it was... It set the tone and trend for a lot of games that came out. I would mm-hmm. say it was the rated M equivalent of how Ocarina changed the game development sure. world. Like, sure. I, I know iconic. I have a, see, I, the, the common thing. So when I talk about the 3d Grand Theft Autos, I'm talking about the big three, which is like three Vice city, San Andreas. Yeah. And I know people who normally say, so there's some people, their first 3d one they get into, that's their favorite and that's it. Mm. Um, but for the people who are not like that, it's either, um, 
Vi- I've seen people say Vice City is their favorite because they love the 80s theme. And those are a yep. lot of people I knew who like grew up or they really resonated with the 80s and early 90s. And then even like San Andreas, a lot of people, I think it could be kind of the 90s thing, but it's more, I see people cite that as their favorite because you can do the most stuff in yep. there. And that's, and that's valid as well too. I think for me, it was just, it, it was cool as hell just being like, because Grand Theft Auto 3 takes place in 2001 or so. Mm. And that's like, that was my time when I was growing up. And mind you, I wasn't out as like, you know, a small child stealing cars and all that stuff. But I distinctly remember, I thought it was, don't accuse me of anything. (laughs) I just remember, I I thought it was the coolest thing. And I guess this is nostalgia as well. But I was taken over to someone's place and they had Grand Theft Auto 3 up on their big screen TV. They put it in front of me. And I thought it was just the coolest thing how you were in this big open world 3D city. You can press the triangle button. You get out of your car. You can go to any other car. Get in. And mind you, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with cars. This was a racing game on steroids for me. Mm. This was insane. This was It was truly the first time I felt like you could do anything in the game. The majority, and I still get that bewilderment when I play through it. The majority of my hours spent in any Grand Theft Auto game is just driving. Yeah. For sure. Especially GTA. GTA 5. I, yeah, like I can sit here and tell you Grand Theft Auto 5 is the best one out of the Grand Theft Auto games. Cool. But 3 is my favorite. Yeah. No, I can, I mean, I would say, especially with the 3 Vice and San Andreas thing, yeah, I would say 3 from Nostalgia Vision, Vice thematically, and then San also, Andreas I, just mechanically. I just, I just like a classic mafioso story yeah, as man. well. You know, I didn't know this until recently, and then this just makes me want to replay it again, so I think this year it's going to happen. But, um, I re I watched The Sopranos for the first time all the way oh, through. Wow. Yeah, half of the Grand Theft Auto Three voice cast is from The Sopranos, just plucked yeah. straight from there, and that was like the prime time for it too. That was in like the midst of like when it was getting really popular. Rockstar hit the nail on the head with the Grand Theft Auto series, man. Like, well, I mean, I guess Rockstar in general, all of their games are pretty much, hey, there's this movie or genre of movies we like we're going to base this game around it Mm -hmm. thematically. Like every single major Grand Theft Auto game has been the directors being like, oh, these are the movies that I like, so I want to make a game where you get to live that movie. You know? And that's, I think The Sopranos isn't far off from being 100% intentional. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think it's one of those things too. It's been inspired by so many other films and all like mafioso films. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I would like to see Rockstar do, and granted, I think we should get, you know, like shout out Swegta. I've been really watching his channel quite a bit. He's a bully channel, like Mm. bully the video game. Oh, oh my God. I forgot that game existed until this exact moment. Many people do. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I think it'd be cool to get a bully too. I think we should also get a Grand Theft Auto 6. But maybe after those, I think one thing that would be really cool if we could see Rockstar do a new IP. You know how Rockstar God, ended up taking, yeah. you know, if we, you know, when Rockstar took a, uh, like they took the wild west and they got everyone interested in it all of a sudden in 2011 yeah. because of Red Dead Redemption. What if they did that with pirates? That would be good. Like sail the open seas, like yo ho ho, like those pirates. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah. I want to see That'd their interesting. take. I want to see their take on pirates. God, I want. I mean, I would want to see any game from Rockstar, especially any uh, anything thematic and story forward, like the, world building forward. Like I, they, yeah. I think the problem God. is they're they're taking so many less chances and they're banking more on sequels now because they're banking more on online, on, online <laughs> and on sequels. And I, I agree with you, but but the reason being is more. I didn't know about this until recently. I'd read about it, but as of the past few, I think after well, since Max Payne three. 
Rockstar has been doing a single game development cycle, mm-hmm. meaning that like before they used to work on multiple different games at a time. Multiple teams work on multiple games. Now at this point, it's all hands on deck. So yeah. all their employees are working like granted right now for example they've been maintaining grand theft auto 5 since 2013 so they have their testers they have their mm. developers for grand theft auto 5 but for working on a new game the only new game we're working on is red dead redemption 2 red dead redemption 2 is now out the door so now there's people maintaining it there's people maintaining grand theft auto 5 but now the next new game everyone all hands on deck we're working on the next new rockstar game so they're no longer working on multiple games at a time they're maintaining multiple games but they're only developing one game at a time which i will argue there's good and bad things about that it stifles creativity but my counter to that point is fallout 76 like so that is a situation where bethesda had this little side team working on this little side project that they decided they had they had to Bethesda it and it had to be big and massive just like Rockstar now is known for their big and massive games and that is a huge gamble (laughs) I think Rockstar going with the put all their eggs in one basket I think they're the company that can get away with it just because at this point their games are specifically known for just their sheer scale Mm -hmm. um and I they're I think the one company I can get for better or worse I would give a pass on Okay. For something like that. I got you. Yeah, they they get the Rockstar Pass, I guess. Yeah. From a lot of people. Like, even... Like, Red Dead Redemption 2, I really didn't put that much time in it to give it a review. But one thing that I did see is that many, many, many people were praising it up and down because of how well-polished and how Mm -hmm. well-designed it was. But months later nobody's really talking about it. Nobody's really raving. And even now, like, six months retrospectives, people are looking at it like... Yeah, you know, it was actually kind of boring. Yeah, well, we talked about this a bit earlier off the mic, but I think they hit their ceiling. Sure. I think Grand Theft Auto V was the perfect size. Red Dead 2 was too big. Sure. And, and I can agree at the end that. of the day, that's a hindrance, man. It would be the equivalent of releasing a six-hour movie. You just don't do that. Mm-hmm. They went too far, and it was cool, man. Like, don't get me wrong. When I got Red Dead Two at launch, and there was nothing more fun than playing Cowboy Simulator for a couple hours every night. Mm-hmm. But they need to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would certainly not mind some short, like kind of small Rockstar based games that you know came out every two years. Yeah, I don't. I don't need every Rockstar game to you know be a big triple a giant open world endless adventure i really don't Do you need want more that. like liberty city story situation well liberty city, different IP no situations? liberty city stories is still big. big yeah it was pretty yeah big. that was i mean that was like that was a full game that yeah, was just their, yeah that was just their b team working on a grand theft auto game but that was not a lesser game True. mind you yeah that was i played through that like a year or two ago that was a giant game i also was playing through vice city stories I haven't finished that yet. That's a big game as well. I need too. to go back and play them again because I wonder if I I'm just I'm thinking about the scale of your GTA fives and your Red Dead, and I'm looking back at those like they feel smaller. But I feel like if I went back and played it, no yeah. man, those those were fully fleshed they out Grand Theft Auto yeah. games. The only difference was the B team was working on those yep. games. Yeah, it'd be cool. I would love to see Rockstar release some small weird shit like they'd be a great company to yeah. do a bunch of weird small I don't know, new even IP just releases. like some some weird like 
weird different third person shooter i can beat it within 10 hours there's something yeah just something small i'd love to see their look at that for all of the angry fans maybe release another midnight club oh yeah yeah they've got one fan in particular that is livid yeah they've just kind of abandoned that haven't they yeah yeah, it's dead yeah well because gta online yeah reddit online they don't need to make any more games exactly yeah why why get midnight club when you can just get this yep yeah you oh, sound tired. I am, yeah. And I think we should wrap up here. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Anyways, Donald, we're, it, it's been awesome having you on. This Hell has yeah, been man. long, 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 long overdue. I mean, you knew me before the Mr. Mario shit, so yeah. it's been a long time. God, man. I could go into a whole conversation about, yeah, you talking about the concept of getting your YouTube channel up and running. Yeah. Like, back when it was still rather conceptual and you were still doing kind of I was just doing well, shit gonna, like yeah, I was just shooting yeah. shit like all over the place. Yeah. yeah, like not even like uploading anything because it was like back then you couldn't really put videos anywhere to stream. You had to send exactly. the direct video file, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you close this out. I will say, sure. man, I'm assuming this is going to drop either I haven't really looked at the trends either just before, maybe a little bit before, but congratulations in advance on 100k. Well, thank you. I That's appreciate it. Crazy cuz I remember Dude, when I can't was, believe it. I remember I when it was double it. digits. Yeah. Like any of you that says that you were a Mr. Mario fan before he got big, yeah, no, come talk to me about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, I can attest that Donald was one of my first subscribers. Like yeah, you got in early. Zero. Hell yeah. I responded to Did I do a video response? On one of your OG, I feel like I, I did. I think we did. Yeah, I think this is back when video responses were a thing. We're still we a thing. Those. Yes, that, that, that shows our YouTube age. Yes, right there. I miss video responses, man. But apparently, YouTube asked them because allegedly YouTube said that they just weren't that successful. Oh. Not that many people were using them. I say, except for YouTube that. girls. Yeah, the response the, girls, the reply girls. Reply yeah, girls. there we go. That was the one. Yeah, I, was I think for. that's really why YouTube yeah. killed those oh, video replies. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Anyway. In closing. So well, I have to bounce back to you. Donald, where the hell can people find you online? Oh, that's a hard question, man. I don't have much of an internet presence. If you want, go check out my SoundCloud. I upload one new song maybe every 20 years on there. Um, it's soundcloud.com slash Green spelled in some fashion. It'll be in the description. Yeah, it will be. Um, or somewhere. Um, I, my YouTube channel's not really... Man, I guess go to my SoundCloud... It, yeah i'll link your sound clip. there you go that, i'll link your sound that will be good yeah i think we're good on all that stuff cool. and anyways one of the one of the last things i like to do as well too so I, I guess i'll go ahead outro here thank you all for listening watching all that stuff it's definitely a bit of blast doing this thank you donald for coming on board this was a fantastic show and uh one of the last things i like to do is i i like to take a random word mm. and Give it to the audience, and if anybody, Donald, if anybody in the comment section uses this random word in their comments on the YouTube video, then we'll know they made it to the very end. So what is cool. a word that we should not, pick for not that? Not cool. Oh, man. Yeah. I to think about this now. Yeah, I was, I was like to put these people on the spot. Yeah, no, this is a good, this is a good, um, and I'm not faking this either. I'm actually trying to think of a word. I should no, have been prepared it's, for it's this. No, it's tough. Um, <laughs> quark. Quark? Q-U-A- no, no, quark. Q-U-A-R-K. Quark. Like the cheese? No, 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 no. Uh, scientific term. Quark, I believe, unless I'm crazy. I think there's a yes, cheese physics. Called... Q-U-A-R-K. Okay. Quark. But isn't there also a cheese called quark? Holy shit, there is. Because okay, I've well, eaten, either meaning. I've eaten it many times. It's delicious. <laughs> I was, this has been another podcast of just second guessing myself, too. I'm sorry. No, you're, it's not your fault, Cause, man. Because I was about to say, I've eaten much quark, and it's yeah. very good. <laughs> 
It is both, yeah, an elementary particle in physics, and it's also a kind of cheese. So, yeah, um, I, I guess, yeah. Say specifically when you heard quark, if you thought of the cheese or if you thought of the scientific term. All right. So quark, that's going to be quark. the magic word. Quark. Quark. Yeah. Such a fun word. <laughs> Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. And until next month.